time. Time is now eight minutes past two o'clock. Welcome back to the One Two Three Show. My name is Noreen Mayer. So let's turn to the next part of today's program, and we're going to continue with the Literary Festival as Radio Three producer Christy Lai speaks with Kai Ying Chow, one of the authors of the festival, about her work and also on independent bookstores here in Hong Kong. Take it away, Christy. Hi, Kai Ying. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hello. Hi.、Uh, would you mind telling us a bit about yourself, please? No, sure.、Um, my name's Kai Ying. Nice to meet you guys. I'm a teacher and also a writer. So I publish three books about bookstores in Hong Kong. I'm currently teaching in a Japanese school here. So、um, the first book I've written about bookstores in Hong Kong was published in 2000 and. Sixteen.、So, uh, it was because I first started a scene, a magazine called Slow Downtown, which I、uh, I actually intended to promote slow living. And、uh, because of my interest in local bookstores, I decided to write some articles about bookstores in Hong Kong. Because、uh, um, during that time, I actually found a lot of unique and interesting bookstores, and I found their、um, stories very fascinating. So I decided to write some articles and publish them in my magazine. And、uh, and then I reached out to a local publisher called Gatsi Hapjosa. Because sorry, I don't know their English name, but、uh, yeah. And then I reached out to them. I found them very interesting because it was like a one-man band. There was only one person operating this whole publisher.、Um, so then, yeah, we got a deal together and we published a book. Uh, it was actually quite fun, and then the feedback was quite positive. So then, after two years, I published a second book, and now this year I published my third book. Okay, so、um, tell us a bit about Slow Downtown. How、um, did it come around? How? Why did you wanted to create it in the first place? And、uh, can you tell us about what inspired you to create that as well? Yeah, sure. So it was back in. Um, around I think 2015, 2013 to 2015, when I just graduated from my PGDE,、um, I actually was starting to look、uh, look for teaching jobs, and I found that my life was pretty hectic because I had a lot of、uh, work to do, and I also had to take care of my family at that moment because my parents got quite sick. So then I started to think about what I really want in my life, and then I realized, oh, maybe my pace was going too fast, and that I had to take a pause and really、um, look for what are the core values in my life. So then I started the magazine, and、uh, as I mentioned just now, I was quite interested in no bookstores in Hong Kong. I found that in a lot of、uh, local bookstores, there were so many interesting customers coming in and out, and they were sharing wonderful stories not only with、um, the bookstore owners but among themselves, among the customers themselves. So I really wanted to record all these、uh, unique conversations that I have with all the bookstore owners and the customers, and then yeah, that inspired me to、um, start my magazine. And then gradually, I added in some other content. Like、um, I am very interested in observing people around the city, so then I actually included a lot of、um, observations, my own observations too, when I was just wandering around the city. Um, I know you've said that you've listened to a lot of stories and you wanted to share with other people, but what、yeah. do bookstores mean to you personally? Yeah, to me, 
I feel like bookstores in the city actually represent the core values of that place. So, for example, when you visit an airport bookstore, you would see what books they are selling and what kind of values are um, presented in that city. So, I feel like local bookstores they actually have um, that sense of um, I don't know sense of belonging. And um, yeah, they actually they're more than just businesses. They have uh, real people talking to each other. They have bookstore owner, owners selecting a collection of uh, fine books to their customers. So um, yeah, this is what I appreciate most about bookstores in Hong Kong. Okay, so um, can you tell us a bit about your personal favorite bookstore in Hong Kong? And uh, do you know where it is, and why? What does it make it so special? Yeah, of course. It's actually on the cover of my third book. It's called Steel Book Nest, Zheng Shuo in Chinese, and it's in Muiwo. It's like an island um, near Tongcheng. So I love that bookstore because it gives off that um, exotic vibe. It's like I am right now in Taiwan because you know recently we have to stay in Hong Kong for. Almost two years right now because of COVID. So when I first visited that bookstore, I felt like I was traveling. Um, the decoration was pretty, and the bookstore owner was very nice to me and my husband when we first visited. Uh, he even cooked us dinner and prepared coffee and tea and just spent the whole day with us. And he brought us to local wet markets to you know chit chat with those owners there, the fishermen. And yeah, I actually had a very um, wonderful experience there. Can you tell us a bit about um, the process of writing your own book? Definitely, writing a book is a challenge. You need to do a lot of research and visit the bookstores themselves. Can you share with us um, that experience, please? Yeah. Um, I yeah. So when I first reach out to bookstore owners, some of them. Actually, were quite reluctant to talk. Not a lot of them, but just some of them, especially those who are um, who are, who have been operating for a long time, because they actually uh, they obviously have got a lot of media interviews before, so they do not bother to have another one. And uh, they act I actually came out of nowhere. You know, I was just a student, freshly graduated from you know my bachelor and my PGDE. And they knew nothing about me, so yeah, that was the struggle. But then uh, I was glad that when I was really there talking with the bookstore owners during my first book, they uh, most of them were really open to me. They did share a lot of um, the work to me. So yeah, that was kind of a struggle before. Some people say that Hong Kong is now a cultural desert, Manfa Samok. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, no, I don't really think that's true right now because since I first, uh, since I wrote my first book, I realized that a lot of people are um, having growing concerns and awareness on you know culture related topics or issues, and um, there are so many new bookstores coming up, especially during this year. So I can see that people start to read more. I mean, and more people are going into bookstores. So yeah, I don't really think uh, Hong Kong is dying on culture. No. But um, in recent years, I feel like youngsters 
seem to have lost their interest in reading and are more focused on short video applications or platforms such as TikTok or Douyin and um, are leaping towards a fast food culture. It seems like they have uh, most of them have lost their focus and have less patience to read. So what do you think uh, the government or we can do to encourage young people to read more and to promote uh, the greatness of books? Well, yeah, but going back to what you said about, you know, youngsters maybe getting obsessed with um, social media or um, short video platforms like TikTok or Taoyang, but then I do think that the young people I mean, the, the social media platforms do inspire young people to read more. Like um, with um, social media, they get to know more of what's going on around the world, not only in Hong Kong. So then they grow their interest in, you know, maybe picking up a, a book to read and they would just go into a bookstore and find interesting books to read. That's what I observe, at least for now. So I would say that um, social media, the presence of social media really foster um the growth of the reading culture in hong kong but then i do think the government should do something like let's say we can learn from the taiwanese government that they actually have, have a lot of um, financial grants to people who want to start um, their bookstore business or people who are in the business so i do feel like some financial support would be uh would be appreciated tell us about a book that you're reading and uh would you recommend it to your listeners? Yeah, currently I am actually reading a lot of books, but uh, most of them are in Chinese though. So currently I'm reading a translated version of Eat Buddha. I forgot the name of the author though. So it's about, um, it's about what's happening in Tibet. So it's actually a kind of um, for I don't know the English for that. But uh, yeah, it investigated why the Tibetan people are so scared of the uh, Republic government of China and uh, what's the current situation of the political uh, movement and what's happening to the Tibetan people around the world, all over the world right now. So yeah, that's one book that I'm reading. <laughs> okay. so. Um Let's talk about the Hong Kong Literary Festival. So you are um, a participating, moderating event called the Hong Kong Dictionary, a dictionary belonging to Hong Kongers. So uh, can you tell us how you got involved with this event? And can you tell us more about how you're going to prepare for it and what we can look out for? Yeah, so I was invited by the um, organization and um, they invited me to talk with the editor of that Instagram page, Hong Kong Dictionary, because I think it's a promotion of the of the Hong Kong, um, of the local, I think the Cantonese dialect culture. So yeah, I, I was happy, I mean, I'm happy to have this chance to talk with the editor because he is absolutely interested in linguistics and a lot of language phenomena in Hong Kong. So I'm very excited to talk to him. Is there anything uh, listeners can look out for? And uh, can you tell us a bit, just a sneak peek about what we can expect during the event? Yeah, he mentioned something very interesting about what he observes. For example, like the way we use one 
word, I mean a Cantonese word, would mean actually a different thing than a dictionary meaning. So basically what we usually do is, or when we don't know the meaning of a word, we look up a dictionary. But then what he promotes in his Instagram page is like a bottom uh, bottom down approach, like uh, how people really use that word, uh, how people really use that language in their real life. So I feel like his observations are really insightful. And yeah, this could be one thing that we're looking forward to. Okay, thank you so much, Kaying. So for those who are interested, uh, please do make sure to check out her event. Uh, it's the Hong Kong Dictionary belonging to Hong Kong. Okay, thank you so much, Kaying. So uh, for those who are interested, please make sure to check out Kaying's event. It's Hong Kong Dictionary, Dictionary belonging to Hong Kongers. It's on the 13th of November on a Saturday in the Fringe Underground Theater in Central from 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. And uh, also make sure to check out her books on independent bookstores in Hong Kong. Thank you. Thank you very much to Christy Lai for her wonderful feature. And that's Christy speaking with Ka Ying Chow about her work and, of course, her love for independent bookstores in Hong Kong. And don't forget to check out her event. All the information is available on the Literary Festival's website, festival.org.hk.